Today we're opening the Word of God to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, and then verses 16 and 17 from the complete Jewish Bible. We have all kinds of troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, yet not in despair. Persecuted, yet not abandoned. Knocked down, yet not destroyed. This is why we do not lose courage. Though our outer self is heading for decay, our inner self is being renewed daily. For our light and transient troubles are achieving for us an everlasting glory whose weight is beyond description. In these amazing passages, Paul the Apostle reminds us that though there are times we may think that we are at the end of the rope, we are never at the end of hope. Paul made it clear that even though he encountered hardship and suffering in his obedience and in his service to God, God never abandoned him to his own inadequacies, nor will he abandon us, church. We learn in these passages that our challenges and risks, humiliations, and trials, they are opportunities for Christ to demonstrate his power and his presence in and through us. Therefore, Paul could confidently say in verse 16, this is why we don't lose courage. Listen how the Amplified puts it, and you will realize just how powerful these words are. Verses 8 and 9, we are hedged in, pressed on every side, troubled and oppressed in every way, but not cramped or crushed. We suffer embarrassments and are perplexed and unable to find a way out, but not driven to despair. We are pursued, persecuted, and hard-driven, but not deserted to stand alone. We are struck down to the ground, but never struck out and destroyed. Now, if after facing all of that, Paul and his company did not lose courage, then why do we in facing far less than that, why do we lose courage? The answer is found in verse 16. Therefore, we do not become discouraged, utterly spiritless, exhausted, and wearied out through fear. Though our outer man, here it is, though our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away, yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day after day. Beginning a new series today, Courage Renewed. Courage Renewed. In the just concluded series, Mirrors. Oh my, what an amazing, an amazing series. Thank you, Miss Amy and the team that you brought together to minister to us so powerfully from Philippians chapter 1, verses 27 and 28. In that series, we learned many timely and incredible truths. The final being from verse 28, not frightened in anything by your opponents. Not frightened in anything by your opponents. Now listen, hardships, troubles, crises, and seasons of uncertainty, these are not new for the people of God. In fact, his followers have experienced these things right from the very outset, each of them presenting opportunities to be frightened. Throughout the Old Testament, 
the Israelites faced all kinds of calamities, including war, drought, and famine, just to name a few. Jesus himself was persecuted to the point of death. And throughout the book of Acts, the early church endured continued hardship in the form of violence and imprisonment. Frightening indeed. But even as the early Christians endured these adversities, they took comfort and they took strength in knowing that God was for them. They renewed their commitment to follow Jesus' example, choosing courage over intimidation, and thus continuing to serve, to serve passionately to those who were vulnerable and in need right throughout their communities. In fact, this type of courage defined Christianity throughout the first and second centuries. Indeed, there would be times they would have to step back and they would have to wait patiently on God to help them navigate through the adversity they were facing. But God has always been faithful. Hallelujah. He's always been faithful to come through and his people would rally once more. They would rally once again. The word renewed, one dictionary, the Collins Dictionary, defines it this way. Happening again after a pause, especially with more vigor, more energy, or enthusiasm than before. NLC family, this is what we're believing for in coming back together again. So how can we be renewed in our courage? Number one, call to mind your position. How to be renewed in courage. Number one, call to mind your position. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1 says, The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous are bold, not the wicked. In fact, the wicked are scared to death. Righteousness, meaning right standing with God and man, is a position. It's a position granted to you through Christ. Righteousness is not a momentary experience. Righteousness is a state of being. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 and 8 says, In Him, in Christ, we have redemption, deliverance, and salvation through His blood, the remission, forgiveness of our offenses, shortcomings, and trespasses in accordance with the riches and the generosity of His gracious favor which he lavished upon us in every kind of wisdom and understanding, practical insight and prudence. You see, the first step to be renewed and encouraged is to call to mind who you are in Jesus Christ, to remember that in Christ you are accepted, you are redeemed, you are completely forgiven, you are saved, you are strong, you are victorious. Ephesians 2, 6 and 7 says, And he raised us up together with him and made us sit down together, giving us joint seating with him. That's our position. In the heavenly sphere, by virtue of our being in Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, he did this that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favor in his kindness and goodness of his heart toward us in Christ Jesus. 
You and I are seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. That's our position, church. You were born for courage, not for fear. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 and 7 says, Because of this, I'm reminding you to receive God's gift that is in you through the laying on of my hands. God did not give us a spirit that is, in, that is timid, but one that is powerful, loving, and self-controlled. If you have a spirit of fear today, timidity or anxiety, it did not come from God. God does not give to his people a spirit of fear. It comes from our opponents. In 1980, at the Winter Olympics in Lake Placid, New York, the United States hockey team was made up of a group of young men. In fact, these men were just barely out of their teens. Most of them were still in college. A few had actually graduated from college. They were all amateurs. They were given no chance to win the gold medal because to win it, they would have to defeat the mighty, incredible, talented Russian hockey team. This was a team that had not been defeated in Olympic competition for 20 years. They were considered, the Russians were considered invincible. But in these Olympics of 1980, the Americans, they won the first game, this hockey team of young, young amateurs. They won the second game. Then they won the third game. And in winning the third game, it moved them into the semifinals. And they were to face in the semifinals, the first team they were to face were the feared Russians. Almost nobody thought that they could win over that team. And in the locker room, just before the match, the coach, Herb Brooks, he looked at the faces of his players and he knew he had just one chance to say something to them. So he said one sentence. He looked in the eyes of his players and he said, men, you were born to play this game. As one man, the team arose. They went out onto the ice and they defeated the mighty Russian team. Those young amateurs went on to defeat Finland and to win the gold medal against all odds. Church, you were born for courage. You were born through Jesus Christ and through the power of the Holy Spirit to be victorious over the problems and over the struggles and over the trials of life. You were born for bravery. You were born for strength to overcome, for God has given you his spirit. The key is inviting the spirit, the Holy Spirit, to renew you daily in the knowledge of who Jesus is and your place with him. Allow me to close with these passages from Acts chapter 27. Paul said this very night, there stood by my side an angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve and whom I worship. 
And he said, do not be frightened, Paul. It is necessary for you to stand before Caesar. And behold, God has given you all those who are sailing with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith, complete confidence in God that it will be exactly as it was told me. May your courage be renewed and may you have more energy, more vigor, more enthusiasm than before. And all the church said, amen.